<laughs> Carlos, he's laughing so hard right now. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? I've got two guests on today. Daily Carry Solutions, Carlos and what's Dylan up? Mallory. What's Hi. up, guys? How's your day going, everybody? Uh, Dylan Mallory, start with you first, man. You know, how, how's it been, been, been uh, this whole quarantine? You know, what'd you do today? Things like that. Let's just get into it. Uh, it's good. It's going okay. I, I stay home anyways for work, so it's, it's fine. But uh, I'm not at home currently. I'm visiting family for, like, my birthday so oh birthday too it's a late birthday oh happy belated birthday man i know carlos's birthday is tomorrow right yeah yeah yeah, yeah man june birthday is uh, i think uh russell from artisan cutlery also had a birthday this week too man Damn. So everybody's yeah. everybody's turning getting a a, a year old, old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah am i the oldest one here right now i think you are yeah damn dude I'm so old, bro. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't even count that I'm 39 anymore. I just say I'm 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> just round up, right? Yeah. How has this quarantine life been uh, like treating you, man? Like, first of all, like, where are you located? Has it affected business or work greatly? Um, have you been dealing with it? Do you watch live Netflix? You know, these are the things that people want to know. How's quarantine life been treating you, man? It's going well. Me and Carlos actually live, we both live in Georgia. So, uh, you know, it's been pretty, pretty fun. Crazy. But like I said, <laughs> yeah, I I don't, uh, I work from home. So like I said, it hasn't really affected me much. Just the fact that I can't go out as much, like to restaurants mm -hmm. or whatever, before yeah. they lifted the, the bands up. But, uh, but it's been good. You Have know, you guys been at a restaurant like, like recently? Like, I mean, are they open now in, in Georgia? I went to a restaurant yesterday. We had 10 people, exactly wow. 10 people. And That's they let wild. us in. <laughs> Where we have uh, takeout only. There's no dine-in. So, I mean, how was it? I, um, I, I've heard stories of people in Texas, like, um, everyone could go in. The waiters have masks on. Yeah, and, all the food uh, people have masks on. Did you guys see that clip of that restaurant? This is when, like, the quarantine was at its peak. And they had, like, <laughs> they had the donuts that you, the floaties. Oh, yeah. Every, like <laughs> and then like on my Twitter I saw that and everyone was like what the fuck is this and then I just tweeted like I kind of want to go <laughs> like bump Dude, into each other <laughs> I, I, I went a couple of days ago to go get my hair cut right and yeah. then um, like when I was there the, the owner of the barbershop he's like a real germaphobe so he had like you know his n95 mask and then he had what looked like you know, have you ever seen those welders uh masks on yeah, yeah, yeah both oh, yeah. right well it was transparent so it's like he had that and then he had this on wow. and stuff and he's like walking around and stuff it was hilarious but i mean i, I get it you're around people yeah. you know all day right. doing stuff and honestly i mean i went out to dinner yesterday my girlfriend took me out uh you know for some hibachi and places are starting to really open up man i had to go we we looked at maybe four five restaurants because the wait was anywhere from like 45 minutes to like an hour and a half depending on the restaurant because everybody's dying to go out because yeah. i think recently um in georgia uh kemp i think is is the guy behind mm -hmm. georgia um yeah. he's the one who relaxed the whole max uh occupancy thing like um, yeah you, it, what's it your occupancy you right now like 75 percent or something like what is it like 
they, I think uh, at the time they were only allowing up to 25%. And like, uh, but there's places that are still doing that. Like, um, yeah. like for example, you know, uh, Marshalls and TJ Maxx and Ross and all them, they're open, but then they'll put a sign in the front that says the max occupancy we can have at any one time is like a hundred people, you know? And yeah. there's like a line of people just waiting to just browse for crap, you know? And I'm just yeah. like, all right, whatever, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It's crazy. Like, um, you know, my family shop, Ala CBD, shout out to Ala CBD, has been open during this whole quarantine because we are considered an essential business. You know, people get supplements from us. So we're mm-hmm. kind of like a GNC. We're allowed to stay open. My brother has told me this. My brother, who's the owner, told me to stay home, though, because um, my lung collapsed when I was 23. And he was like worried that if I got something, I'd get really sick. But yeah. I, I just I started working now and I was like, don't worry, man. I have a I have a hazmat suit. I'm going to greet people at the door. And I was like, listen, I want to talk to you about anxiety and CBD. <laughs> Not that make feel fully Jeez. confident. <laughs> no, I do yeah. wear a mask when people come in. I wear like a little ninja thing. And uh, yeah, it's people are definitely out and about now, even in New York City, man. Um, this like riot stuff is crazy. You know, uh, like I went to work yesterday and the train that I normally take to get in, it was, wasn't working. So I had to take like another route. And I had to transfer to get another train to go to Brooklyn. And dude, there was so many cops, bro. You know, and I'm wearing a tactical bag with like a daily carry solutions patch, bench vibes, <laughs> Williamson, Copenhagen. Like I look like a guy, you know, if you know anything about like, you know, folders at all, like, like that guy has some shit on him, you know? So I'm right. like, I took out my wallet and my Metro card to make sure they knew I was going in the train. <laughs> I was like, you know what I mean? Because I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, how has it been uh, in terms of that in, in your state? Um, did, are things sort of calming down now? In New York City, they're getting a little bit calmer. It was pretty wild last week. Yeah, um, I think, uh, I mean, I can't, I can only speak for myself uh, at, at the moment. I'm sure Dylan will chime in. Uh, but I, I, it's, it's worse in the city than it is mm-hmm. outside. I live outside of the perimeter. And, and I'm sure, I, I think Dylan does as well. Um, when you go to like the suburban and the more rural areas, you know, um, it isn't as bad, but you start to really see the, the after effects of everything that's been going down recently, uh, when you go to the city, um, there has been a lot of stuff that has been on the news that it, it, it really did happen. I mean, I got to see a lot of the stuff live while it was, it was going on with local news here, um, near places like, um, in downtown, like the, the ritzy areas like Buckhead or even areas where um, they held the Olympics at Bicentennial Park uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, they're, they're actively protesting, you know, uh, uh, I mean, a, a tragedy, a true tra- tragedy in today's time, you know, that went That's on. Right. And, um, you know, there, there are protesters and then there are people who just, you know, they, they react more physically than emotionally. And then they, you know, it turns into more of like a riot. Not, I don't want to say a riot because, you know, I think that that's something more of like a large scale thing. Yeah, but yeah. I think it disappears from the overall message. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's broken up into three things, though, like what's going on. There's peaceful protesting, there's rioting, and there's looting, right? There's the opportunities, Peace, yeah. Peaceful protesting, everyone is in agreement that that is like a good thing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the looting, I think almost everyone says that is absolutely wrong, right? The rioting is kind of like the gray area. And on my podcast last week, I put a, pod, I put a video up from comedian Andrew Schultz that basically mm-hmm. not made a mockery of what's going on, but made it funny, but also discussed mm-hmm. the topics at hand. 
And yeah. um, it was in a very masterful way. That's why I played the whole video. It was like six minute long. That was the intro to the podcast. And basically he was saying that with the riots, man, I'm sorry to get like so political on this, like right away. You know, people that are listening are like, dad, this is a bummer. Um, it is what it is, man. I mean, yeah, we, got, yeah, we got people yeah. of color on here too. Right, you know? right, right. I mean, look, I'm, I'm minority. I mean, Dylan's yeah. the minority here today. Any. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, what he was saying was the looting is absolutely wrong. Yeah. And, and he made a joke about, um, you know, why are white people looting and like, Black people don't loot vans. That's like the white people's Timberlands. I was laughing so hard. Like the guy that came out of Target with like the Lego set and stuff. Yo, and the cheesecake <laughs> factory, the girl with the cheesecake. Did you see that one? <laughs> but um, what he was saying was like with the riots, you know, it was like, um, you know, black people have been protesting about brutality and oppression for so long. And, you know, the rioting is this gray area where like I personally don't want to see cop cars on the fire. But then, like, they've been peacefully protesting for a while, and they're angry now with this coronavirus quarantine stuff. People are amped up. They're just ready to go. Uh, one personal story I have with the protest is, like, I mean, I didn't go protest because I was running the shop six days a week. Uh, these protesters came to my shop all masked up, bro, like, geared up and everything, you know, ready for a full day. And the girl was like, hey, do you have a bathroom I can use in here? <laughs> and we never let customers use the bathroom. But then I, I recognized her. She's like a regular at my shop and like buys a lot of stuff. And I was like, just don't tell anybody. Cause there was like people outside. I let her right. use the bathroom and stuff, you know? And I was like, you know, good luck. Like you're doing a good thing and stuff like that. You know, yeah. you guys have any uh, run-ins with any of that situation? Did you guys go see any of the stuff or? Uh, Dylan, did you yeah. did you see yeah. anything? Do you have any experience uh, with what's going on right now? Nobody's did you go out or? <laughs> well, so where I live is out in like, uh, I guess a redneck area, you would say. <laughs> okay, all right. And you know, it. And so I'm out. I'm out in the distance. So I'm, I'm kind of in the woods. I don't have any neighbors really. That sounds and, so good to me, bro. As a city, right brother, about now, especially to me. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. nice place. Go on. So, when I did go out and we would go down the street or something, we did. We're not near like Atlanta per se, so we're not near all, all the the protesting that's going on. But we do have people that are hanging on the on like the major corners of our like our busy streets, and and Carlos would know on, on Barrett uh, Parkway. There's there's been some people out there protesting there's people in Kennesaw uh protesting uh certain shops and, and stuff stuff like that so yeah how about you Carlos I know you told you were telling me a story you, you showed me your bag you know and he had like he had the gat in there he was like yo, yeah I man eat. yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? I, gotta, I gotta be safe and shit I, I know like, I know Dylan keeps his on me man I keep my yeah, thing on me you yeah know, it is I was telling is, my man. girl I was like um being in the EDC community uh you know being being in New York you're you become, especially if you're on social media, uh, not as a content creator, but if you're just on it all the time, like for personal reasons, like you tend to lean like so far, like like left, right? Just from, for living here. And ever since I got into the gear community, I've become so centrist in nature. Like when it comes to guns, when it comes to things like that, cause like, dude, who wouldn't want to fucking have a gun right now in case like some shit happens, you know what I mean? Like things yeah. are, in New York City, it's like not as easy, you know? But tell, go on, tell that story that you told me on Instagram. Yeah. Well, before I do, I just want to say, like, in a peaceful society where people yeah. can discuss and, and resolve things with words and not weapons, you know, yeah. 
um, there would be no need for 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 right. you know, tools like you know uh, guns and and shot rifles, yeah. shotguns, you know knives and stuff like that. But here we are, you know. Yep. And I mean, it's better to have and not need. I mean, I, honestly, I have my firearm, I have my concealed carry permit, you know, and I I hope that I never have to use it. You know, mm -hmm. I've been I got some training recently, even before the whole protests and stuff like that, because it's good to kind of keep up your knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, at the end of the day, you get it in hopes that you never have to use it. It's something that, that it's like a just in case thing. It's kind of like carrying, you know, a, a first aid kit. You know, you, mm -hmm. you don't know if you're ever going to need to use it. But if you need it, you'd rather know that it's there and that you can respond to, you know, a loved one or yourself yeah. or, or somebody that's out there and potentially save a life you know, because you happen to have that with you. And that's probably, that's part of the whole EDC mantra. Yeah. You know? That's the real EDC right there. Improvisation yeah. uh, on the situation. You know, you got to be prepared. Yeah. And, yeah, um, and that was kind of the premise of daily carry solutions when I opened it up, you know, yeah. started the job, but uh, you know, back to what you were saying with, with uh, you know, what's going down here in, in Georgia, you know, I, I live outside of the perimeter, but I work in the perimeter and um, when uh, what I mean perimeter is the, the the circle that creates basically you know Atlanta like yeah. there's basically a circle that it's a it's an interstate That's the hot Atlanta bro yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's basically enclosed by uh, Interstate 285 so once yep. you cross into cross past uh, you know Interstate 285 you go into Atlanta and um, I work in the city I work you know in Buckhead. And not too far down from my office, there, there's a lot of really nice malls. There's Phipps Plaza, which is a very ritzy type of place. Um, and then there's uh, uh, Lennox Mall. Uh, mm. Lennox Mall, uh, if, and, I, and I don't think they ever showed this on TV, but they drove a car through the, like, the doors of Lennox Mall to, to loot. And there was a lot of protesting that was going on over there. Even across mm. the street from there, uh, at, uh, you know, my dentist's office, like that has, that is at a, a shopping center that has like a mattress King and like two other mom and pop shops, all of the windows of all of the stores in the shopping center, you know, were broken down and they were all boarded up. Presumably so your dental office is in the mall. Or like no, it's across. It, yeah, it's across from it. That'd be, that'd cool, be right? so crazy getting a fucking root canal and just getting tear gassed in the face. I'm just yeah, no, it'd be crazy. My girlfriend would be next to her getting her nails done, and then I'd be getting my oh, root canal. Shit. Shit. Everybody be getting tear gassed. I know, yeah, like, that's, that's cool. crazy. Damn. Yeah. Um. So, like, uh, yeah. Oh, did, did you have something to add to that? You were telling me that it was crazy that day. You were glad to have your weapon like on you in case something happened. Yeah, it's it, it was one of those things where it's like you pass through and you see everything boarded up and you see people gearing up for the next day, you know, protests and you see, you know, um, that was around the time where they where they finally decided, okay, we're going to bring in the National Guard. So then you have the police, you have, you know, the protesters, you have people getting ready, you know, to, to, to begin and ramp up, you know, the whole protesting. They had already started uh, the curfew that day or that night, that evening. And um I just remember my girlfriend saying, oh my gosh, thank God you went through those classes and thank God you have your concealed carry permit because if I get stopped as a person of color mm -hmm. and, and I haven't it's seen different, it happen bro. yet, it's, yeah. it is different, it's it different, is different yeah, for in me. this day Even age. for me, man, like they don't even know what I am. Like, if, am I, is he Spanish? <laughs> is he exactly. exactly. I, I worry, like I, I was raised to always follow the law so that the, the white like cops like leave you alone. That's like what my mom has always told me, you know, as an Asian in New York City. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck. Let's talk about knives, though. So that, like, we don't fucking bump Let's everybody do it. out. Um, do it. You know, one thing that I really loved about the small Archeo, let's get into some small Archeo talk here, because I have, I have the, the copper one. I have the G10 one. Um, this is one of my favorite knives of all time. This is the Boost Blades Arrow. Okay. Uh, somebody mm -hmm. gifted this to me. And oh, wow. when I... Um, saw the small Archaea was like I fucking have to have one this is like so awesome and uh, actually Artisan Cutlery sent me this one after I reviewed the titanium version and that video right. didn't do that good I've talked about this before but Russell right Russell is the Artisan Cutlery guy mm -hmm. saw that video and he said I want to send you the G10 version and I was yeah. like the right person saw it and then you know I think a couple of months later the copper uh, Copper one came out. I had to buy that one too. And um, how did, uh, I have a question on that from here. Okay. This is a weird one. I had to look this up on Google on what it is. So this is from Gots to Grind. This is a YouTube question. Mm -hmm. Does the mini Arkeo have Fairbairn Sykes pedigree? And if you're wondering what that is, the Fairbairn Sykes is a fighting knife. It's double-edged, resembling a dagger. And... Um, and did, did you did you have any inspiration from that knife like do you know what it is or like it was just no you know what happened was uh, carlos actually sent me a screenshot today he's like mm -hmm. and I, at first i thought it was just for the specific it was for a specific question yeah but i saw that other one and i was like what is a fairburn skies so, yeah what is that fairburn and sykes i was <laughs> like yeah, what is I, that i had to I, google it bro <laughs> and i was like what is that so i googled it i figured out what it was and i was like okay so it's like a world war ii Mm -hmm. uh, like dagger it's pretty wicked looking but yeah no i've never heard of it <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> that's amazing man um what are you guys carrying lately do you have any knives around you right now let's do a little show and tell to keep the knife people in the chat or the video here so this is my newest one ah okay uh, so it's a microtech combat truodon Oh shit, that's Huge. so sick. I wish I could have that here. I can't even have that in my house, yo. In New York City. Like if I'm I ever get to, it, yeah. to get the button, but that's awesome. Got, that is actually a question by 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 Carlos here. He says oh, yeah. um he has, a nice, got, he has a nice microtech collection. Ask him about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with you and Microtech? Um are you, do you just love that brand? Is that like your go-to? That's your favorite? Yeah, that's my go-to. I actually got two more over here off to the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're my favorite American company. It's my favorite knife company. It's, you know, I don't plan on working with them. Mm -hmm. And like, so I have that, but I have that like communication with them. Yeah. And they're just a super cool company. So I just, I love supporting the people like that. Yeah, that's so cool, man. How about you, Carlos? What do you got going on right now, knife-wise? You know, to be completely honest, um, I, I've been on a little bit of an automatic binge. Uh, yeah. And uh, I had actually been going back and forth with Dylan about this because he actually got me turned on to my first uh, Microtech and it was the LUDT. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it, LUDT stands for Large uh, Underwater Demolition Team. And I hope I got it. Oh, that shit. The people that's right. Would be like, yeah, he got it. Um, that's right. Oh, shit. That's cool. But, uh, and, and I'll be the first to say it, like, while it's a great knife, I kind of felt that there were little things about it that really didn't fit my hand well, and I actually sold it. And um, I ended up uh, checking out some other 
uh, automatics that, that weren't uh, Microtech. Because that, that particular Microtech, it's not an OTF. It doesn't come out the front. It comes out the side. Oh, and, so it's like um, one of these. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I had actually seen the, uh, was it the, the Knife Junkie uh, podcast with Dave Wattenberg um, from mm -hmm. ProTech. And oh, yeah, that was like a, a week ago, maybe. Yeah, you were on there, too, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you, you were on there. You had your own podcast with him, too, which was pretty cool. Oh, me? Yeah. That was really, really a surprise, man. Um, Bob, like, just messaged me and was like, I'd love to have you on just to talk about the New York City stuff. And um, it, he made me feel so welcome, man, you know, and kind of like told me about certain uh, podcasting apps that I might try later on when I do lives on YouTube. It's kind of awesome. like what the Knife Junkie uses, how you can see the comments uh, and the replies in the chat, like on screen. It does it automatically, which is really cool. Um, yeah, man, that was so, dude, it still feels very odd for me to be in the knife community. Like I absolutely freaking love it. It's like I fell into it accidentally. Um, and you know, just to, just to show you like what kind of knife guy I am, I'm definitely a filthy casual because I haven't bought a knife <laughs> in almost two years. I was going to say I, that if Dylan yeah. it, it didn't know, um, mm -hmm. you, you've been like really rubbing that apex pass around because they've been really yeah. you up with material. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, you've been getting a lot of viewers and subs and stuff that have been sending you stuff, but yes. for, for Ray to buy a knife. And yeah. I mean, you. This is the last knife I bought. This is the last knife I bought. Was yeah. a, I was like, <laughs> I have to have that. Um, and I, I, this is the last one I bought, you know, because I'm just trying to like save money, you know, like I just got engaged. My girl is like, yo, we gotta fucking have kids. I'm like, fuck, you know, like I wanna have a YouTube empire. Like, I'm, <laughs> but I need more knives. You know, yeah, and then, and then so, right. What's crazy is the tablet that I'm using to do this podcast right now is the first expensive thing that I bought. My other tablet literally was about to explode where I record the audio, where I do podcasts on it. So, mm -hmm. you know, my channel is like known for having this crispy audio. And if I don't have it, it just like sucks. Mm -hmm. I had to spend $560 on this tablet right now. I, I bought it yesterday. And uh, just before that, my phone was starting to get fucked up. I kept running out of storage. I had to spend $700 on a new smartphone, which I edit and shoot all my video on. But the subject matter is always EDC and gear related, mm -hmm. which is, which is uh, it's kind of a weird thing. I'm kind of a different kind of knife guy where I'm not spending my money on this stuff. But like I post three times a day on Instagram and multiple times a week on uh, um, a day on YouTube. And I right. post every day on Twitter. I fucking do TikTok videos. I'm trying to get into TikTok, but they keep putting my taking my videos down because like they think it's weapons. And I, I figured out a way to show it now. Um, yeah, it's weird, man. I still feel like, like really like an outcast still, but with, with the podcast, I, I've gotten to know Carlos and a few other guys like Zach, dude, we I had Shabazz on like what, like that was, that was because yeah, he watched that was the podcast. Wicked. Dude, I couldn't believe that he watched the podcast with Alex's Nightbox and me. And he just hit me up on Instagram. He's like, I love trance music and electronic music, man. And That's then, awesome, man. I was like, Hey, do you want to do a podcast sometime? He's like, are you free in 45 minutes? And for Shabazz, you drop everything. <laughs> My girl just cooked dinner. And I was like, yo, that's got to wait. <laughs> she's like, what? I was like, yeah, Nick Shabazz is about to be on the pod. And she's like, even she knew who he was, yo. That's great. It was like, okay, know. like I got it. I'll keep, I'll, I'll put the saran wrap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> My twin, my twin knows nothing about knives or anything like that. But once he hears Shabazz, he's like, oh, is that the guy with the weird voice? He's like, yes. It's Mort Goldman. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, 
Yeah, he's great, man. Uh, what um, what do you do, Dylan? Aside from just knife stuff, uh, we talked a little bit about this on Instagram. You love Spawn. You showed me a little bit of like oh. your comic book collection. Uh, do you still collect right now? Is that your other hobby aside from knives, or was that just something back then that you just kind of kept? You know, like. Well, with- I, I got into Spawn. I'm still into Spawn. And like my goal now, because I already caught up to what the current issue is. Yeah. And he, so Todd McFarlane broke the Guinness Book of World Record for longest independent comic. Mm-hmm. So he's at like 308 issues right now. I did. So it's I still to, going on? Yeah, he's still going. So from Damn. like 93 to, to 2020, he's still going. Yeah. Did you used and, to watch the old like Spawn cartoon on HBO? And then Todd yeah. McFarlane would come on and like he had this mm-hmm. video. And, like I yeah. didn't I, I I didn't know how to like feel about it, but I loved the fucking cartoon. It was like I wish it kept so going. I wish yeah. it kept going. You know, he would come on like um and would just like talk a little bit about like the current state of the union or whatever and then just get into the episode yeah he's a brilliant brilliant dude man they're, they're supposedly making like a another adaptation for hbo right do you know anything about I that i don't know if it's hbo i know he's doing one with Bloomhouse. oh Bloomhouse. i'm sorry yeah you're, yeah you're right yeah and jamie fox is playing al simmons uh, yeah Spawn. how do you feel oh, about that cool. oh i love it he's been wanting to do it for like 10 years so he's a, an amazing actor i mean you know what i mean that's like probably a good choice and Bloomhouse is is good with horror um mm. i love horror are you guys like horror fans do you guys oh, yeah, watch yeah, any yeah, yeah. definitely like horror movies hold on what's that i'm scared of dolls so no doll movies yeah I dude for me it's like the more messed up it is the better. Like I <laughs> I love like Hereditary, Midsummer, um, just re- like really messed up foreign films. Like like Levide Le- Le- is like this really messed up like French vampire movie. And I know you're thinking like vampires. Everyone all automatically thinks about like <laughs> Vampire Diaries, Twilight. This is like three kids break into a house where there is an old man like on a respirator that turns out to be a vampire. And that whole house is like a vampiric household and just they just get slaughtered in it. <laughs> like it's a crazy oh, that, that's the kind of, yeah, it, it's called Levide. Um yeah, uh what uh horror movie have you guys watched recently that you like? Oh man. Uh well, okay. I, I, I don't know if it if it fits more into maybe It could be a thriller, it could be any of that, you know? Yeah, but um my girlfriend isn't really into like the gory horror films, but Yo, she's into too. like that supernatural horror and yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like ghost binging, stuff? Like ghost yeah, stuff yeah. or like a Catholic like exorcist, like <laughs> yeah no she loves uh the the paranormal activity series yeah, so, yeah that's like, cool we were watching cool. that the other day and she loves it it's it, the thing is i like scary movies and like i grew up on on funny like kind of style scary movies like like nightmare on elm street and stuff like yeah. that oh, i, I love that a classic bro yeah yeah freaking classic robert Eng- uh england was was a g man um and my girlfriend really isn't into stuff like that, but she'd watch it with me and then she'd like fake like she's going to sleep, but she doesn't, she just doesn't want to see. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, my girl is the same way, bro. She likes <laughs> musicals, bro. That is horror to me. You know what yeah. I mean? She loves musicals. My girl is a theater nerd. She was a singer in high oh, school cool. and she graduated with a degree in acting, bro. It's like wow. she loves like jazz handy stuff, you know? So, and she doesn't <laughs> watch horror at all. She watches sci fi, none of the ghost stuff, you know? How about well, you, man? Okay. You watch anything cool recently, Dylan? 
Uh, I've seen, well, like the, the most recent scary thing I saw recently was It Chapter 2. I loved it. That was about it. it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to stuff. So uh, I, I like, I just like that series, how they turned it into this more modernly creepy thing with the clown being this crazy, you know, creature with multiple teeth and stuff. Did you like the old one better? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a Tim Curry fan. So the original yeah. is, as yeah. far as makeup and Tim Curry mm-hmm. goes, it's like, that's up there. But Bill Skarsgård did pretty, pretty great he, job. Dude, have you seen him without the makeup doing the face? I was like, okay, yeah. he deserves the role. Oh, man. I've never seen that. That's crazy, dude. He I auditioned like that. that. He, he makes that face without anything. What? So yeah, yeah, he used to make it uh, with his brother when they were like playing around when they were children. So I was like, holy shit. And his um, eye, that's real too. His eye, that's a real mm-hmm. thing. He, he can do that too. Yeah, he's uh, he did a good job with it. You know, it's kind of like, um, I don't know if you guys saw the new Evil Dead versus the old one. The new Evil Dead was just like hyper-realistic. Like one scene had the girl cutting her tongue in half. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The old Evil Dead was this whimsical horror movie that was, you know, a cult classic. And, you know, I liked both, actually. I was just like glad to see the lore explored in a modern way but i love the old ones too with like the fake skeletons made out of clay yeah <laughs> like the, the stooges type stuff and it's like <laughs> yeah right it's like remember i don't know if you guys saw the old one when um the basement like the like the, door, the hatch oh yeah, yeah. It closes it's... on her eyeball it goes in his mouth dude that yeah. was amazing man um do you have any uh you have any knives that you're currently like uh, designing right now that you can talk about or anything that you want to plug maybe Uh-oh. for the people? Um, you don't have to, I... if you can't, we understand <laughs> that. Um, you know, whenever you're ready, we can go into the questions. I've got a bunch here. That's going to take up a, a, a chunk of time. I wanted to just kind of hang out first um, and you yeah. know, get, get the people to know you. Uh, you know, you let me ask you my own question. How has it been, man? You know, you've kind of like become this beloved figure in the knife community. Not, not one person. Every time I mention your name, like, um, oh, man, I, you know, if, if I say, oh, I love the small RKO or I post about it or I say, man, I'm trying to get Dylan Mallory on the podcast. I've said that so many times. And everyone is like, oh, I love him. <laughs> like yeah. every single person. How does it feel, man? Like how, how did it all start? Like, you know, when did you know like, oh shit, like something is happening? Well, I, I'm, I try to be, I'm a nice guy anyway. So like if anybody, like, especially going to like the Blade shows and stuff, I just like talking to people, getting people into the community before I was even a designer and stuff like that. So becoming the, a designer and people are like, oh, you're so easy to talk to. And it's like, I don't have a lot of followers, one. So you could literally message me and I will just respond like immediately. Cause I'm always on Instagram. So if, and sometimes I get these little kicks where I don't want to be on media or talk to people and just kind of be alone. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I love talking to people. I love answering people's questions. I love like talking to people, getting people into designing if they're interested in that, trying to lead them in the, in the right direction on where to go and how to go about it. And uh, how, did, how did you get started with that, man? Like you just designed something and then you like sent it out to a few places or well, the, the, the first thing that you did? The way it started was I was like, well, I think I'm going to start, uh, start making my own knife because I found a local knife shop and he had like metals and handle materials and all kinds Shit. of stuff like that. 
So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try making my own knife. So I, I bought like a big, like a three foot piece of metal and just started hacking at it. And, you know, I made a couple knives and I was like, ah, I think it'd be easier if I do it on the computer. So then I started <laughs> like, watching a bunch of like CNC work and stuff like a CAD and all that. Yeah. Like learning how to do CAD and like just how to make a knife function. Cause I wanted to go from fixed blade to folder. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do a folder. I don't know how to do any of the internals, none of that stuff. So I was like, I'll just watch YouTube videos. And then I found uh, Ecom Knives, and he had a bunch of tutorials on how to make a folder. And, and that's how I learned. So, what was the first design that kind of like took off for you? And what company was it? The Archeo. That was yeah. my very first Is design. Is it called Archeo? Am I calling it the wrong thing? Because if I have been saying it wrong oh. the whole time... <laughs> I will fucking correct myself right now. Archeo, right? That is from the designer. That is from the designer. You heard it here first. It's the small Archeo or the Archeo, okay? What does that mean? What does that name mean? Why did you decide that? So Archeo is after the dinosaur Archaeopteryx. Oh, love it. So yeah. That's awesome. Centrosaur. So yeah. So most of my stuff is dinosaur themed. (laughs) Yeah. So... Archaeopteryx, but it's Archeo. I, I designed mm-hmm. it after the skull of the Archeo or Archaeopteryx. That's cool. Or, I'll probably flash like a graphic of that here. That's yeah, so dope, it's man. pretty flat, and then it's got the the skull, and then it goes to the beak. But it's yeah. pretty. Is it uh, like a totally... like a large land dinosaur or like a flyer? It's a flying. Yeah, it's like a flying. Yeah, I was bird. thinking like a pterodactyly type dude. Yeah, wow. it's got feathers and scales, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah so apparently, our- like, uh, people have been exploring the idea that, like, we got dinosaurs all wrong and that, like, they were more like birds. And mm-hmm. uh, I forgot what state it's in, but they have, like, a T-Rex that's fully, like, feathered up. I'll, p- I'll probably well- put, flash a picture on, <laughs> on here. But uh, I heard yeah. about that at the Joe Rogan podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they said they, yeah. they didn't have, like, whatever. They thought they just had scales, and then they found out they all have, like, more feathers than yeah. we had actually thought. That's crazy, dude. Are you into like uh like dinosaurs and shit? Like I I don't study them too much, but I'll get like a lot of influences from Look at Carlos, he's laughing so hard right now. <laughs> Yo, why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> are you into dinosaurs? Like, no, it was just it was funny. Like, was funny. Yeah, I also love Tonka trucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's like uh, me, right? And I just take one out. No, um, I, 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 I yeah. do want to say though, um yeah. You know, because I've seen some of the stuff that that Dylan uh, does because he draws a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's funny because um, he keeps, well, when we went to uh, to SHOT Show, yeah, he, he kept like a notebook with him. And I'm pretty sure he does this a lot. And he has like little drawings and stuff like that. Um, he, he does really extensive like drawings. And it's cool because if you see his notebook, it's kind of like um, like Eminem's like lyric book, like you know where he writes Damn. all of his stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. See some of that. He's got to have it within like his, uh, the, his vicinity right now. He may not show it, but he's got it around. It. And I like he's always thinking of of stuff to like to work on and to kind of keep him busy. And he's got an extremely creative mind. So to be able to see a lot of the designs, you know, mm-hmm. from like him taking you know something from like a dinosaur. You know, yeah. and putting it into like you know CAD design, or maybe even drawing it out. That's I, I'm, awesome. I'm sure he does both. I mean, but like I've seen some of the stuff he does, and it's just it's mind-boggling. I can't, bro. I have problems drawing like stick figures and shit. Yeah, I, I, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I, just, like I just I put like a handle on this like little thing. <laughs> that's, that's <my laughs> yeah. How uh, how many sketches do you do a day? You think? 
uh, depends. If I'm in like a really good like flow, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I understand probably, that the creative process, man. For, yeah, for, I'll probably yeah. go through like three or four just pieces of paper front and back. I'll just yeah. doodle, and then sometimes I'll just keep doodling that same model. Yeah, and just seems like a blade shape or a handle shape or just something. But I always make sure I have the same like yeah. the older one. Yeah, and then just keep like a you know like a generation of each one yeah, different yeah. variants yeah right right yeah. so you just maybe sketch out an idea a few times mm -hmm. um do, you know let me ask you this man you, you said that you didn't have a huge following on instagram and um how active are you on social media do you want to try other things to kind of promote your designs more you know because everyone always makes fun of me about this it's like how long is the podcast going to go on till Ray talks about TikTok? Like everyone in the comments always <laughs> fucking says this. And when you were talking about sketching things, right? Um, when you were talking about sketching things, I've noticed on TikTok, there's a lot of artists that draw, that paint. Like it's not just all about like dancing anymore. Like I've seen fucking genuine talent like on it now. Um, there is a lot of that, you know, fucking do the woe type shit. Like I don't do that shit. I do, I do EDCC stuff. No, nah, he does that. He yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I saw I, that one by the I, way. I figured out like I, it's mostly my it's it's mostly my cats and I fighting, but then like I do have like actually like well well um edited footage of like for example um, like a knife or something like with mm -hmm. kind of like backpack B. Um, yeah, but yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people who draw a lot and they just like time lapse maybe the day. And they mm -hmm. just saw the finished product and like that's been gaining a lot of traction. And I, I just, here's the thing. Here's why I'm always active on TikTok, even with the EDC stuff, even though TikTok takes down my stuff because it's a knife and I have to find creative ways to do it. It's first of all, we're underrepresented on the platform. It's an emerging mm -hmm. platform. There's more and more talent on it now. Dude, Big Red is on it. Mild Matter EDC got on it. Knife Pivot Lube. I'm sure Blade HQ is on, on it now. Like it's starting to become this wow. thing. And if you were to just draw like exactly what you're doing right now and like kind of like use your phone to film you drawing it and you just sped it up and then at the end you just show your finished product, that could be a video for the day. And you'll just, you'll get new eyeballs onto your work, you know, which is kind right. of like what a creative person wants, you know, whether you're, you, you have an ego or not, you want your work to be seen. Um, one girl who was on TikTok just this past January She's 21. She's from New York City. She's like a card magician, right? And that's all she does on TikTok. Blow, blew up. Uh, got 700,000 views on Instagram yesterday. We chat on Instagram. I think she's going to be a guest soon. It's just a perfect Sweet. example of what the platform is becoming. It's becoming the new Instagram that is faster, much mm -hmm. easier to sub to a person. Everything is on one screen. So if you were to do your drawings... And then you just have your finished product. A person is going to be like, oh, shit, I like this. And, uh, you know, it's just another avenue for you to explore uh, showing your work to people. Right. You guys, you guys are like, he's going to make me do the whoa on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yo, even some people are so happy to see me on there. They're like, oh, my right. God, you're into knives, bro. Did you check out the new, you know, Spyderco bombshell or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, they're mm -hmm. so shocked because they're already on it. And I think it's going to be this emerging platform. And, you know, Instagram is kind of like blocking us a little bit. YouTube like, is doing a lot of that, too. Yeah. Like, you know, they've like really, they've really clipped a lot of the, yeah. the, the, two, the Second Amendment community 
And yeah. I think that TikTok and especially Twitch also is going to be another one of those emerging communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Nick Shabazz. Um, Play Diablo. Are, yeah, posted, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he, he posted recently on there. I'm actually thinking of getting Diablo 3, man. I'm more of an Apex Legends guy. And are best- you on PS4? Yeah. If you get it, your boy will run you through there, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to play it right after this. Um, do you play any video games, Dylan? Or have you played any at all? Let's get into some game talk. You know, there are a lot of game fans on the show. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually watch a lot of, like, TV or, or movies, per se. I'll watch, like, something if I'm really into it. But other yeah. than that, I'm either always drawing or yep. I'm playing video games. Dude, that is absolutely uh, great, man. So, wait, wait, what did you say? You play video games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play Call of Duty a lot. Mostly Call of Duty. Uh, uh, Warzone. I have Warzone now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody plays Warzone, bro. Like, I, I, I've never been a big uh, Call of Duty player. I, I, I do play FPS, but more along the lines of, like, Borderlands 3. You know, I like the addictive quality of, like, I have to kill this guy 10 times, and maybe he will drop that gun that I want. <laughs> I love that. Like, Diablo 3 is only that. It's like, okay, I'm going to run this map for two hours and maybe I'll get the pieces of gear that I need. I love that. I don't know if it's just my ADHD, like, coming Mine. out. <laughs> yeah, I love grinding. It's so weird. It's so weird. That's my thing. Oh, shit, man. Do, do, uh, would you be open to people playing with you? Uh, what do you play on? PC, PS4, Xbox? PS4. Yeah, Car- shit, actually, the dude. other day, Carlos was like, bro, you got to get Apex. Dude, so. you have no idea how many of your fans if you had a twitch would play call of duty with you bro i think you could be real massive um what nick shabazz was doing on twitch i hopped in there for a little bit was interesting was he was playing diablo 3 but he was answering knife questions in in the in the Mm -hmm. chat like people would say like hey do you think paying 700 dollars for this is worth it and then nick would you know he'd be playing diablo and then he would just give him his two cents which is something that you might be into well, one thing that I've been noticing on your Instagram stories, even putting up these questions, like ask me anything. And everyone is always asking you about releases, bro. Like, I know that's like the one thing I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about releases. So like things have definitely been slowed down by uh, this quarantine stuff, huh? Yeah. You know, the, um, the biome, which is the artisan cutlery, uh, slip joint came out. Yeah. And everybody was like, Oh dude, I bought one like that first day. And then they're like, it's been a month and I haven't received my knife. What's going on? And I'm like, that's not really a me question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's because of the COVID, <laughs> you know, and people are mad at me. And it's like, I have no, you know, I have nothing to do with yeah. that. I, I try to tell them, you know, it's just because of it's delayed shipping. Uh, they're trying to make sure everything is like, I guess, safe to ship out. Mm-hmm. And then they're, but the, I don't know what they call them, but like the, uh, the importing is like held up a lot. I would and, definitely expect that. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they're starting to get out now. I, I, Russell did tell me that um, the biomes did reach a, uh, one of the like main sources of, of delivery. One yeah. of the main shipping they, hubs. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, so they should be shipping out so to great. dealers and stuff like that soon. Damn. Yeah. You know, let's get to some fan questions. Cause like, I can talk to you guys forever. Like, this is really fun. Right. But I can talk all the time. So dude, like, we've done like 45 minutes and people are like, where are my questions? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're talking about video games and like horror movies. Right. Um, well, you're looking it up. I, I just wanted to go ahead and say yeah, that. Yeah, go, go for it. Go for I it. Forgot, I forgot to mention what I was carrying. 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. So I got two. Um, yeah. One is the, the ProTech, the, uh, the TR3. Oh, beautiful. That's an, that's an out the side. And then I got this one. It's, uh, it's a bead blast finish on, mm. on the blade. But then it also has this kind of like a rubbery kind of groove. It's a lot like, um, it's like the rubber that you get from the, the Kershaw Blur. Like, I never had a blur. Is it like the Grizzly Ridge Benchmade, maybe? Like the blue rubber? No, it's, it, this one is a little bit more tactile. It's got like okay, okay. more grip to it. Um, it's like paper tape type. Okay. Yes. A, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of like that. So I have that. And then um, since my birthday's coming up, I figured I'd, I'd splurge a little bit. Oh, shit. And uh, I picked up one of these right here. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Yeah, boy. I don't know, but I, I it looks great. What is it? All right, this is the this is the magic uh, yeah. from from Protech. It's it's they call it the, the oh, Whiskers shit. Magic. Um, yeah. and this is oh yeah, I think uh, you told me about that. When yeah, this is the mag uh, the Magic One. They have a Magic Two that's a lot bigger. I think mm -hmm. the blade is like almost four inches, three point seven five, and this is a little bit smaller. This is something a little bit more ADCable for me, like at the office, you know. But it's it's one of those where it's like you can't. There's no push button. There's mm -hmm. no flipper. There's no, you know, you have to actually actuate it a certain way, you know? So it's like, you have to hold it. And then it, you know, just depending on how you, you yeah. actually, you know, to is actually, it on the bolster or something? Is yeah. That, there's a, there's a hidden, like if you would like, it's not, like the fulcrum on C, for CRKT similar. You have, yeah. to push, you have to push the top. Yeah. Let me yeah. see if I can show you like, you yeah. have to like kind of. Yep. Oh, that's, that's way smoother though. Like I have the fulcrum too, so nice. and that looks so beautiful, man. And you're right, man, for an office, that'd be perfect because you look at it, it's this beautiful art piece, you know, man jewelry, as Nick Shabazz mentioned it, right? <laughs> um, that's so nice, dude. Holy crap. Yeah, um, that's, uh, that's the micard on the bottom. And then it yeah. has like that kind of um, the, the bolster. It's kind of like textured up here. Mm -hmm. um but most of the new ones that are coming out they're coming out with like black blades yeah and and i, I like dlc coated blades but not on something like this mm -hmm. and they make them in very small amounts because protect yeah. protect only has like 22 employees you know Damn. so when they come out with stuff they come out with small batches of things and especially with some of their new items like the malibu uh that they're coming out that's that's a, a button lock kind of like mm -hmm. the um the mordax from firm yeah. forge i think you would check that out yeah um, I, I yeah yeah i checked that out before it's nice Nice. Yeah, they're, they're there in very, very small quantities and they picked up, they get picked up like this. So yep. Um, yep. I figured, okay, it's about time to get one of these before. It's, How much was that? This one, um, I got it for a little cheaper than what they normally go for. I think I paid like 230, but they're usually about 250. Damn. So, yeah. Uh, it, it's it so is crazy. In my head, I was like, that's too rich for me, but I just spent $560 on this tablet. It seems like every it seems like everything I save goes towards making the channel better. Bro, I could have You know gone, what I mean? It's so, uh -huh. I could have gone I spent 700 like less a, a little under 800 for this phone that has 12 gigs of RAM and 512 uh 512 gigs of storage and and I bought this tablet which is like twice the power of my old one but I don't buy knives but all I do is talk about knives and shoot knives it's like a really weird, weird thing, man. Um, yeah. If I had more money, I definitely would be more along uh, what you guys are doing, which is like picking things up that I like. I, I want a hinderer like real bad. I think Metal Complex had a bad influence on me when he was on here. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that I kind of want that's expensive. Uh, you know, what's really weird is like, like you were talking about before, 
people are sending me a lot of stuff. This dude left the EDC, like awesome supporter right now, has sent me fucking seven knives, I think, just this week alone. He sent me like this like spider coat. <laughs> like dude, the Watu, right? This is so weird. Yeah. What's that called? The Watu? Yo, I mean look at this action though, dude. What? Yeah, it's nuts. It's so nice, but like I'm like I would have never have bought this. So I'm just kind of glad I got to check it out. It's so ugly and weird. It looks like the Tesla van or truck. Yeah, it looks the like Tesla truck. Elon Musk with EDC. It's like yeah, Star exactly. Fox carried this in the N64 era. Like yeah. on his belt. <laughs> I love that game, by the way. That yeah, game. that was an awesome game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's just N64. crazy. Um, let's get into some fan questions yeah. uh, we have a lot here so seems logical is one of my best um supporters on youtube comments like 30 paragraph comments on a lot, all my podcasts and he doesn't even get upset when i don't reply to all of them because like i i told them in video form like dude i read all your comments and they inspire me to keep going i i love your well thought out you know like uh critiques and comments he uh put down a few questions here and he said, before you started making your own knives, what knives did you like to carry? Microtex. <laughs> Microtex. <laughs> yeah. How did you get so, into the knife hobby, by the way, then? If, if it, it, it couldn't have been a Microtech right away, right? Like, it, were you just no, a scout or something? Like, yeah. No, I went to, uh, so I went to a flea market with a buddy of mine. And, and of course, it's the flea market, you know, mm -hmm. that knife. And uh, I bought a, a switchblade and it was like a, <laughs> but so I was like, oh my god, that costs so much money. Mm -hmm. And but I'm like, oh, but it's a switchblade, so I bought that. And uh, so that was like the first knife I bought. Yeah. But then the first knife that I got, I was probably like nine years old, and I got a, a butterfly knife as a, a Ooh, gift. Holly song. And it was a Pacific Cutlery, which is pre-benchmade. Mm -hmm. And that's like a big. That was like a big deal. Yeah. So that's what really got me into knives. And then then I went to the flea market again and bought a Kershaw Chill. Mm -hmm. And then it just was a lot of Kershaws at that time. Then it was like, oh, CRKT, there's a little, it's a bump up in price. They got, some, you know, eight, you know, Aus 8 and some other steels. And I started getting into other things and climbing up and it just skyrocketed from <laughs> Yeah, just like there. all of us, right? It's like, dude, yeah. that's like just me like four years ago. That's exactly how I started. I think I saw... I think I saw Prepared Mind 101 because he reviews folders and tactical gear. And then I was like, oh, shit, man, this stuff's pretty cool. And then I found Shabazz. And then I bought my first ZT, the 0456, and it was over mm -hmm. after that. I was like, okay, I'm never getting it. <laughs> I was like, I got to find out what the next one feels like, you know? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so funny. Um, let's go to another question. Uh, OCD for EDC. Do you plan to work with other manufacturers? Like, is there any ones that have piqued your interest that you'd be like oh shit i'd love to work with them uh th well there's plenty of people i would love to work with like uh and uh, people are gonna get sick that people are already sick of me bringing up microtech all the time <laughs> because i'm constantly like oh microtech microtech and it's like yeah. but that's legit i love microtechs mm -hmm. so that is one company i would love to work with but do i think it'll ever happen no mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing you know but i would love to work with like you know some uh, U.S. manufacturer, that would be a big deal for me to work with somebody in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I just have to, the new one with Civivi that's coming out. Yeah. And uh, How, What's know, it like working with Civivi, brother, man, if you, if you don't mind me asking? Because everyone loves Civivi, dude. If you're a YouTuber, a knife YouTuber, Civivi gets the most hits. 
out of any brand. You put yeah. out a Civivi and it's just going to get hits. Nice. <gasps> and people are asking about that. People are asking about that. They're angry that they don't have it yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I get that too. When's the Civivi? And you know, the sad thing is I still don't have a name oh. for this guy. That's a nice one. What's the clip on there? Is it the, let me ask you this. I always, I, I'm always very critical of this. Are the pocket clip screws recessed? And is there a slot in the G10 that's cut in so that the, does the, the, does the does, is the clip like cut into the G10 or is it just sitting on top of it? The, the clip is sitting on the G10, Okay, but it is recessed screws. I love recessed screws. That should be so, standard, man. That and it's barrel spacers too. Damn, dude, that that's a beautiful one, man. People, I saw people are hounding you on the stories, on the IG stories about that. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. They they are making changes. I did uh, request jimping mm -hmm. on the spine here, yeah. and then they're changing some some other things along the whole the whole line though. But uh, but they are putting jimping on this. So hopefully this comes out like around Blade Show, maybe. After is Blade, Blade Show, Show. going to happen? Like when is it going to happen now? It's except for August now, the yeah. first week in August. So August 9th, right, Carlos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. August the, 9th. Um, <clears throat> I, I think I, is everyone going to be masked up? Yeah. That's the next. Are people going to be masked up? Are people like how many? Is it? Are people going to start making masks for Blade Show? Is that going to be a new uh, market? Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody will probably buy that front table and be like, "Hey, we have." So. <laughs> that'd be a really good opportunity for like a hank maker you know somebody that yeah. makes hanks and stuff like that because i mean there were a lot of people i mean i bought some off mm -hmm. of uh, uh a, a hank company that is yeah. pretty prominent on instagram and even on facebook and the groups mm -hmm. and, stuff. and he and he used the hanks that he had in the materials and then he he started converting them into uh that's into awesome you know that'd be I, a really I, good opportunity to be honest. yeah i i uh i didn't get into the mass game because I think for three months, I didn't leave my apartment. Like, I, it was crazy. Like, I, I mean, you know, in, in the beginning of this quarantine, like, I was, like, pretty shook. Like, I was like, shit, I think that I could kill my mom if I hug her right now. You know what I mean? Now I'm kind of just like, well, I mean, clearly nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. You right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you were playing it safe, and there's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with that. I mean, you know, yeah. we all know somebody who's lost somebody, you know, and I mean. Yeah. It's yep. tough because it's like, yep. if you don't know what to do, mm -hmm. you just do everything you can. And that's some 200 IQ level shit yeah. that you ended up doing. You're like, all right, now forget it. Masks, yeah. but you don't need a mask if you don't leave yeah. your apartment. Yeah, now yeah. it's crazy. Like, like they're just like, oh, it, it, you know, a surface transfer is very rare. Asymptomatic transfer is transmission is very rare, nearly impossible. And I'm like, what was the quarantine for, bro? <laughs> like, right, yeah. Uh, it's like you, you fucked up the country because you didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. And, you know, I, and that's from a New York City person, you know? I'm usually on the side of, like, stay inside. <laughs> like, yeah. the people here are definitely fed up with it, too. Uh, let's go to another question here. We already got the, uh, we already talked about the Fairbairn Sykes thing. That was from Gots to Grind. Um, Winchester Rink asks, if you could collaborate with another knife designer, who would it be? A knife designer because mm -hmm. people get the designer maker part so designer yeah. would definitely be isham i thought you'd oh dude you know what's crazy in my head right now i was like i hope he says elijah isham of course because yeah, i love his fucking stuff dude i love his stuff man i, I don't know like yeah keep, go ahead Elijah's a cool guy so we we talk a lot and uh, we're just like yeah man and then he he saw i had posted the thing somebody had asked me that same question uh who would you 
mm-hmm. who would want to collaborate with as a designer? And I was like, oh, Elijah. I mean, that guy, his mind is just so far out there as far as lines go, as far as like where he gets his inspirations from. And and when you talk to him, he actually, it's not very crazy because he, he gets a lot of his inspiration from kitchen knives. Yep. You know, that's how he gets the edge over the flipper part is it, you know, kitchen knife. And, mm-hmm. but, but the, the way he just artistically thinks is just crazy to me. He seems like a highly creative dude, like his look, his demeanor, the way he posts, uh, what he writes on his stories. Like, I study all that shit, man. Like, I am a child of social media, even though I am a 40-year-old child. Like, (laughs) I watch watch and overanalyze everyone's stuff, you know what I mean? And he just seems like a dude that is extremely creative. Um, it's, It's like functional art, you know what I mean? Like, all his knives that I've had or I've handled, I'm like, this is crazy but I can use this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you um, have the plethoros? Which, which that? Do you have the plethoros? I do have the plethoros. I have this plethoros right here, which is here go. the golden sandalwood one. Um, I have the anthropos also, and I love this. I absolutely love it, man. The only reason I don't use it that much is it's got the Damascus blade and I don't want to fuck it up. It's not mine. This is, this is the Apex Fasteron groups. So uh, yeah, I do pretty- love it. Like this sort of thing. It, he was kind of like doing this a lot, um, you know, before the quarantine happened, a lot of his knives were doing this for Civivi. And uh, yeah. I, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, dude. Uh, let's go to another question here. Um, so this is a couple of people have asked this. It's a very funny question, and I hope it's not a true and too interesting. Oh. <laughs> uh, David Vanderstelt, uh, Big Red EDC, and Zach Stuff all asked about the same thing. How is your swipe right for Dylan campaign going? <laughs> and Z stuff in his uh, this is word for word has his swipe life gotten better since Shot Show? <laughs> yeah. No. First of all, how old, how old are you, man? I turned twenty six on the tenth. Oh, so. you got time, bro. I <laughs> went through a dark, dark period in my late twenties where, like, I couldn't get anything. That was a DJ. That's fucking sad, dude. Right. I was a DJ and I didn't have a girlfriend and, and I was kind of like in and out of relationships, but I just couldn't find a date like for a stretch of like two years. And I was out and about. That's the difference. You know what I mean? I was out every weekend. and I still Right. So I, I want to talk about how the, the swipe right had yeah. started. Okay? It Let's started start. Let's as go. a Facebook, Facebook joke. Okay. And so on Facebook, I'm, I'm my personal self. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. Mallory design. So, okay. So I posted on my Facebook and it was something about uh, one of the, the dating apps, you know, and, and I was like, man, I can't, you know, nobody's like swiping. So yeah. I just posted a thing and I was like, you know, swipe white for Dylan. And, <laughs> and Christine uh, Hartman, she was like, okay, she made, she had made a joke and posted about it. And then JB made a joke and, mm-hmm. and then it, it picked up in Marshall, uh, Marshall Law. Well, yeah, Marshall Law, one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> He picked it up and he's like, okay, we're making it a thing. And then it got into the YouTube uh, live section, the comments, and then it just. Imagine there was like a dating app for EDC people and Bush. Oh my gosh, that would be. And then you're just like going (laughs) and then you see like, like swags or like Melissa backwards. Everyone's like swiping that hard. (laughs) No, it's, 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 it'd be like a farmer's only, but for us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. That's what. That, that's no, what we because we about. are outcasts. I mean, come on. Like, I am lucky that my girl, the first date, I just posted a clip about it on my stories. 
I was, I was like, yeah, I do YouTube. And she's like, oh, what about? And I said, folding knives. And her reply was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I she should get farmers only since I live out in the woods. Yeah, but you know, I mean, are you a farmer though? They're going to be like, yo, you don't pull enough hay, bro. <laughs> like, Not enough bushels, you know? Um, yeah. but I plow, nigga. I plow. <laughs> so, you know, it's, so it's just been a joke. Like, um, yeah, it's just a pure, it's just a running inside. No, no hate, by the way. No hate. I met Kelly on a dating app. You know, oh, and my, no, my, my, my past girlfriend who I was, I lived with for seven years, I met through an on, uh, an online like dating chat room. So I have, I am no yeah. stranger to the modern day love story. No stranger at all. So yeah. uh, how has it been though? Like, is it just, I mean, dude, I couldn't imagine dating right now in this quarantine life, bro. Yeah, no way. There's no way I'm going out <laughs> meeting anybody new. Just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, let's go to another question here. This one is from Speak of the Devil, Martial Law, one, two, three. Hey. <laughs> I think he was just joking. He said, why are you so goddamn adorable? And do you plan to design an automatic knife anytime soon? Um, I don't think I'm adorable, but if anything, it's from my dad because <laughs> I look a lot like him. That's great, dude. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> it finds you very endearing, man. That's all you got to say. People love you, brother. Uh, yeah, so do you plan to so design small. automatic? Uh... Well, the thing is, is okay, so I, I would love to do an automatic, mm -hmm. but the I can do a, a, a side opening. I can design a side opening auto. But the thing is, I don't know the internals for the, an OTF, per se. So that's something I'd have to get into and learn how to do. And then you have to learn tolerances, what metals can handle what, and, you know, certain things Damn. like that. That's, that, that's one of the questions here. Uh, this is from a new guy. I'm going to have him on my podcast on Wednesday, actually. Very personable guy on camera. Uh, his name is Bearded Gear. He says, what features in a knife are most important to you? And how does that, you know, I'm going to add on to that. And how does that um, affect the way you design a knife? Excuse me. So, well, the, the first thing, I look for in a knife if I'm buying if I'm buying a knife will probably be just the silhouette just the way it looks aesthetics then, okay yeah aesthetics it's got to be the way it looks because that's how we that's how we do everything is just the way it looks so mm -hmm. it has to look good and but then it has to feel good it has to feel good as you're using it and if it's like you know if you if it hurts you when you're using it you're not going to use it you're like oh I have mm -hmm. something better something more comfortable and if it cuts horrible you're not going to use it you know if the steel keeps chipping out because it's too hard if it keeps rolling because it's too soft it's like oh, i'm not gonna use it so 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 aesthetics um the ergonomics and functionality <laughs> right? right did this let me ask you this like when it, what you were just talking about steels chipping out and everything like what is your average like use for a folder because me i'm just cutting these cardboards in the back man that's it i'm not <laughs> out there like stripping wires like i'm not city crafting right. i don't even know if that's what it's called i'm literally cutting cardboard and i'm talking about knives strictly from an aesthetics ergonomics and action view that's the only thing i look for in a knife right now steel matters to me i feel good when i see s35 vienna knife cpm 20 cv whatever I, I i like seeing that but i've picked up atr 13s before and um, ATR13 MOVs before, you know, shout out to ATR13 MOV. 
uh, because like I like the way the knife looks. I mean, look, I'm I'm gonna make a video about this actually because uh, what's his name? Um, Lefty EDC EDC sent me this Tucson TS165. Okay, this thing mm-hmm. is outrageous. All right, nearly mall ninja knife like. Okay, but this is a titanium frame lock folder with M390 in it. Okay. So it kind of falls outside of that realm, but it keeps that nostalgic feeling that we all used to get when we first started collecting, where it was like, that is fucking cool. I want it. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I think that's the thing that keeps people collecting from this company is that they just make these outrageous knives, but the materials can be like some of the highest possible. Um, how did we get into this right now? I kind of forgot. Uh, what, what he looks for in, the, in a knife. Yeah, yeah, the knife features. Yeah, and I wanted to ask, like, um, so, that's, so Ergo's aesthetics and uh, functionality. That's right. the thing, right? Do you think about those things when you design or when you sketch up something, or is it just... When I sketch a knife, the first thing I do is I start with uh, the handle, probably, because you want to have a good handle. So I go with the way I think it should feel in your hand. And then I go into, okay, blade shapes. What blade will fit in this handle at the best? Like, what best blade to, to handle ratio can I get? And then that's when I figure out my pivot location and then go from there and then make it work. Wow. People are going to love hearing that, man. Trust me. Uh, let's see what like else I have. Blade ratios, man. Like, I, I put a video up recently about blade ratios. Yeah. And, like, people are like, oh, math, fucking skip. Like, yeah. <laughs> VV, or let's go see, you know, like, um, yeah. I have one up now, like the mini cryo from. Uh, oh, mini cryo, oh, dude. Yeah. Mini cryo, awesome, awesome little. Uh, Kidding, what up? <laughs> yeah, dude. And, 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 you know, touching back up on, on what Dylan had mentioned, mm-hmm. about, you know, how it feels in the hand and what you're going to use it for and stuff. I think everything has its place, you know, I mean. Yeah, for sure. Like as an example, bringing up you know ATR thirteen MOV or even like the four forty A's, you know the MTEX and the 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 USAs, yeah, you know? uh, Pack you Force and somewhere. shit. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got to start yeah. somewhere, and it and, yep. and I think when you have something that's cheap, it allows you to be able to get more use out of it. I don't know about you guys, but like for me, like I could take out a knife that has M three ninety and twenty CV and stuff. Like, like for example, I have my my Hope Deca in twenty mm-hmm. CV, and it's like I use like that less than say like i have an ontario rat three you know in 1095 like just carbon steel and like i'll use this a lot more than i will for yeah i'll use something like this a lot more for you know harder use yeah like you know like in the back in the backyard when i'm gardening and i'm going through like i'm literally having to chop through wood to be able to get through like mushrooms so like my little dog doesn't try to eat it because he wants to eat freaking everything in the backyard you know you got them fierce ficuses in the backyard this I'm sure. <laughs> yeah yeah but through cutting the swat through yeah. ficuses like yeah let's yep. do bitch <laughs> ficuses bro it's like lawn life bro <laughs> yeah bro hashtag adulting man yeah. that's that's yeah. the, the trial the trials and tribulations of home ownership mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have that yet. I live in the Bronx, bro. I got a junkyard in the back, right? <laughs> um, uh, so let's go to another question. We're going to end it pretty soon here. We've been, dude, I can talk to you guys forever. This is awesome. We're going to collect some more questions. We're definitely going to do this again. I like this format of having more than one guest, 
Like, yeah, this, it's pretty sweet. Dude, what I want to do, so um, uh, a viewer of mine, shout out mine, I think it was Bobby, not Bobby. I'm not sure if it was him. I hope okay. that it's him. Anyway, it was one of my viewers that were awesome. They suggested like having one topic to kind of dissect and having like multiple people, like how we do this right now, like a round table kind of deal would be so crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. One more question. Um, if you weren't a knife designer, what other profession would you be in? And uh, I'm going to add to that, like, is that the only profession that you have? Are you only a knife designer? Or do you do something else? Well, um, I don't do anything else, but I've been thinking about getting into something else. Uh, not be, I mean, and I could do knives, you know, I do knives already like 24 seven and like, I don't think that'll ever go away. But I think if I get into something new as a designer, I think I'll lose focus on, on the designing element. So I won't put as much effort into it. And then, then I'll get sidetracked with whatever else. So I'm really just focused on the whole designing knives part as of now. And then if I was not a designer, I probably would have got into uh, zoology and, and done something with reptiles. So Wow, that's so crazy. Like what, um, I'm sure you've fallen into some YouTube rabbit holes then of like, because I, I, dude, like when it comes to animals and shit, like that's why I watch like Meat Eater or like any of these nature shows. Like I, I think I watched Jaws too early. I always say this on my podcast. Because I watch Jaws so early and like I am deeply like fearful of sharks in the ocean, but mm -hmm. I like love watching footage of it. Like, right. yeah, like, you know, what, uh, what creatures do you fucking like look at and shit? Like, you know, is there anything that you've gotten like deeply into? Uh, well, I own two snakes already. Oh, what kind? I have two ball pythons. Oh, shit. Are they big? Like... Uh, one, my one, my oldest, she's, she turned seven. Yeah. Uh, she's about like, wow, you know, Holy like that big, but she's over three feet. She's probably about three and a half feet, almost getting close to four. You feed her like pinkies with a little bit of hair on them. Is that what? No, I think she gets, <laughs> I just moved up on her food. She's going to be getting, uh, rats. <laughs> oh shit. Dude, that's crazy, bro. That's so awesome, man. How about you? Um, Carlos, I know you have. You got a new dog recently or you fostered a dog or I did before I go into that. I actually used to have, I used to have snakes when I grew up. Um, yeah. I had, I had a Burmese Python. Ooh. I had a, uh, I had a ball Python too. My ball Python was my favorite. And then I had a, a Colombian red tail boa. Yeah. Um, all constrictors and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's so cool watching like when you feed them, mm -hmm. you know, you feel bad for the food, but you're just like, yeah. Get em. Yeah. Get em. You, know, you, ever, you ever look at nature is metal on Instagram? <laughs> you, ever, you ever look at nature is metal on Instagram? No, I got to check that out. That's like, like they have really graphic stuff, like nature stuff where it's like, like I saw this one video where like, I think it was like a, a like a deer. It was like trying to run away and they had like no legs, but they were still eating him. Yo, and he's alive, dude. I watch a lot of shit like that. I know it's fucked up. No, <laughs> hey, hey, it's, 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 I, whether we want to see it or not, it happens. You know, you, I mean, vultures, you know, yeah. on the side of the road, you know that. No, they, it was like, like hyenas or some shit. Like, or no, not hyenas, like, like, um, like wolves or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, we, uh, like I've had my dog, uh, mm -hmm. for a couple of years now. I think he just, he's going to be turning five now in, um, in August. And shout out to my OG Gaston. And, yeah. um, 
about three weeks ago, yeah. uh, we rescued another dog. He's yeah. uh, an Australian Shepherd mix. And, uh, yeah, yeah. His name is Ziggy. Yep. Uh, and uh, he's, he's, he's a little Spitfire, man. He's, uh, How old he's is he? Well, when we got him, he was just like, I want to say like, not, I want to say right now he's about four months old. Yeah. I want to say he's oh, about so four like months he's old. He's a right pup, now. bro. He's a pup. Oh, yeah. But he's been growing like ever since <laughs> yeah. he's gotten here. I think that he was about 18 pounds and he's like about 24 right now. Yeah. Like we took him, we, we took him to the vet and stuff for his last round of shots and stuff. And, you know, we have him insured because, because I mean, puppies, they, they want to yep. eat everything they, you know, mm -hmm. and if it can happen, it'll happen to them. Yep. So I got him a little bit of insurance coverage to cover mm -hmm. him for any of the vet bills and stuff because, you know, I'm not about to drop another three, four grand on surgery and stuff just because, you know, he, he happened to just be him because puppies are going to yeah. be puppies. It's mm -hmm. like having a little toddler, you know, running around. Yeah. You don't hear them and they have those little jingly things on their, you know, their collar, but you don't hear anything. You're like, shit, you know, yeah, and yeah, like you, you got to run go and find him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but how's, the, how's Gaston uh, reacting to him? So he's really taken on the big brother role and I'm, I'm really dope. happy. He's mellowed out a little bit. Um, it's, it's weird because when he first arrived, when Ziggy first got here, we actually had to put like one of those baby gates up, mm -hmm. you know? And, and <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. On one and keep one on the other so that they could smell each other. They can get mm -hmm. used to the, you know, the, the surroundings in the home and not like, and, and interact, but with a board, like, you know, some type of, uh, of, of a barrier between them, because if not, I, I kind of felt like Gaston was, was, you know, he's been suffering from only child syndrome for a couple yeah. of years, you know, and, and he's, he's been well loved. So like to see another, you know, dog enter the fray and it's a different smell and he's garnering his attention and he's, you know, the dog is eating food that my dog, you know, Gaston might think is his, yeah, he yeah, gets right. very ter territorial, you know, and, I don't want Ziggy being raised in fear. So it's like you get them used to them, to each other like yeah. that. You take them out separately and then you slowly start to integrate them. You start walking them together, taking them out on walks. And, um, you know, fast forward to now, it's been what, like three weeks, I think. And I mean, we just came from uh, a park that, that has some really nice off-road trails and they went out there and they, you know, they, they were hanging out with each other and they wrestle with each other now and they go outside and they chase each other. So it's, it's been really cool to see how they've kind of integrated, you know, and awesome. it couldn't be more different. Like Gaston's all black with like little white patches and then Ziggy's like all white with little black, yeah. white patches. <laughs> they actually <laughs> just got here. <laughs> they actually just had training and stuff. So that's so funny, man. I I just yeah. got a new cat. Like, can you imagine like cats that are like almost fourteen pounds? Like, I have two of them. Oh yeah, ragdoll cats, right? So like, you know how you were talking about that process of introducing them together. When we first brought brought Robbie home, which is my cat that's all white, um, I had to be able to keep him in the bathroom for like a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. um, we just let we would let Frank Frankie who was my other cat we let him out at a certain amount of time then we let Frank, uh, Robbie out and then little by little they would like start like putting their paws underneath the door like touching <laughs> each other like they want to play but once they meet they like get too territorial now they're fine you know and um, yeah it's been real crazy man what you know living with animals dude it's fucking awesome um, hey dudes we just did like over an hour <laughs> like we did like an hour and 30 minutes 
<laughs> told you, man. I told so you. Fast. This, this seemed to just yeah. It this was been this has been really cool, man. You know, you're the first knife designer that's ever been on here, and it's been like a very awesome experience. Uh, I hope that people got to know you. I certainly did. You're a very cool dude. You're just like everyone says, like just a very likable guy that's super chill. I can't wait to hang out with you guys in Blade Show. I, I, I really, man, it's like, I wish I just had money to go there. <laughs> like, oh, man, you will. Like, gonna, yeah, trust me, I got you. Man. Cutlery, I will wear a bikini and pass out flyers, bro. <laughs> Can you imagine I'm just giving people <laughs> You'll be with that sign that flips and stuff. You'll be the guy like flipping the sign and artisan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there any like uh any message or anything you want to say to the fans? Anything that you want to plug? Um, definitely plug your Instagram, your Facebook, or any place that they want uh that you want them to follow you on. Well, uh my Instagram is Mallory Designs. It's Mallory M-A-L-L-E-R-Y underscore D-S-G-N-S. And uh yeah, that's really the only place I'm very active on. I have a Twitter and, you know, other other platforms, but I just focus mainly on Instagram. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, knife Twitter, you know, to talk about that. I, I've been doing this daily knife content thing on Twitter where I post one short video a day of the knives that I just got that week or the knives that I'm kind of into. And um, my entire Twitter is like, uh, like black or Latino gamer geeks, anime and gamer geeks, because my boy who was, um, and his girl who are big on Twitter was like, just follow everyone that we follow. And they're, they're black. So like, that's my whole Twitter is that. And they see my knife content. And I, it's like, mm -hmm. I am kind of promoting our sort of EDC subculture to an audience that is not super familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool, man. You know, I, I, I like Twitter for that. So I, I post one video a day um, and sometimes Benchmade retweets my stuff, We Knives. Uh, it's really weird, like the way it works. Um, I urge, you know, both of you guys to just, you know, be in all platforms because you never know if YouTube or Instagram one day is going to be like, fuck all these weapon things. Yeah. You know, and I want to have a base like on TikTok or, or somewhere else. Shabazz's <laughs> move with... Um, you know, let's talk about that for a second, because this is super interesting to me. Joe Rogan, rumor is he got paid a $100 million deal to move his YouTube all on Spotify. Have you guys heard of this? No, no, no. So Joe cool. Rogan signed a multi-year deal with Spotify starting September 1st. Joe Rogan podcast, video and audio form. Spotify is going to have video now. It's going to be all on Spotify. Nice. No more YouTube. He's not on YouTube anymore. So, I mean, this is talking about a guy that gets like 90 million downloads an episode, right? All right. Bigger, you know, like hotter numbers than any TV show right now. Um, he's signing a multi-year deal. He signed a multi-year deal with Spotify, which is like, you know, for, for people that are doing this content creation stuff um, for a living, like Shabazz and everything, you know, Shabazz started a Twitch. I'm just wondering if, you know, we all should just start kind of planning for that. Like I'm already on yeah. Spotify. Because the podcasts are all on there. I just don't have video on it yet. Um, is there a platform that you would consider? Me? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, I'll Probably. teach you how to do TikTok, bro. We're... <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably just do... Uh... It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just stay on, on... I try to do Facebook more on my design account. 
Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, is like when I try to post something, it, it always wants to do my personal account. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know how to flip it over to just Dylan Mallory or Mallory Designs or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, it is what it is. If people, if people send me, you know, friend requests, that's, it's just going to happen. So I'll just keep them all on, on my Facebook. And then if yeah. all of my friends that I went to like middle school or high school with, they're just going to have to deal with, with knives. And, uh, you know, I try not to scare people who don't know what I do off yeah. because, you know, they're like, why are you posting knives? It's like, well, it's, it's what I do. <laughs> I, I think on Twitter, I am bridging the gap between sort of street urban wear gaming and anime nerd to knife nerd like because all my backgrounds of my videos are like those colorful anime and gaming posters that i have and like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like captivating them in a way but dude man it was a pleasure having you on here if there's ever anything that you want to promote that i can help promote here um my numbers are fucking rising they're not like super dope but you know they're if you look at if you amass all the views and listens on all the platforms that the podcast is on, it reaches a lot of people. And if right. you want to ever want to promote a knife that's coming out, if you ever just want to be on again just to chill, you're always welcome on EDCCP, man. And Carlos, yeah, thank for you sure. for for getting this kind of set up, man, because you told Dylan to do. Oh this. yeah, we have to shout out Carlos so, for this because yeah, uh, so since we are local, we're like we're like, dude, let's hang out one day and then we'll do a podcast with Ray and. <laughs> you know, we'll just do like some video stuff and get stuff done. And then we had yeah. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Look, we did it, man. I've been, yo, you know, what's funny is like Carlos, like I asked him to do the podcast like a few times and he ditched me, yo. It took Ooh. Dylan Ooh. on here for him to come on. I'm just no, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I've been busy. I've yeah, been. no, I get it. Dude, I, I, I totally understood. Like everyone is dealing with massive stresses right now. Yeah. People are putting out fires everywhere, and I don't just mean Australia. Fuck, was that like? I hope I didn't. All right, I should maybe I shouldn't have joked about that, but um, <laughs> people are definitely putting out their own fires, and uh, I, I I didn't get upset. You know, I just I people that I asked to be on, I know that they would if they could. Yeah. And today is that thing, man. Yeah, man. You know? I, I would have loved to have been on. You know, mm-hmm. earlier it's just. Like with my line of work, I've been blessed to say that even during the pandemic, we've not only been working, you know, 100%, like I've been, I've been, you know, telecommuting, I've been working from home, but because of the fact that there are issues like, you know, the pandemic and with, you know, civil unrest and then, you know, starting June 1st was hurricane season, you know, um, it was, it's, it's the very, very busy time of the year and it started earlier than expected um in for for like my line of work so i have been slammed like i've been getting on like normally i work from like 9 30 to 5 30 you know or like a nine to five yeah. thing and i've been getting on at like eight and getting off at like seven seven thirty you know and i and i'm just bombarded with stuff waiting for me the next day and you know so it's it's been one of those things where between that and then the house life and getting you know the two dogs used to the used Yo, to each other dude. and then dude you should you know, make just some dog content I, I might, I might, I'm looking into yeah. that. I'm, I'm looking into diversifying a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got, I got a couple of things, you know, coming up and I'm trying to find other formats, you know, that like sites that I can put my stuff up on. Like I tried Vimeo and I was shot down. Like it was epic failure. What on do that. you mean? Like you try to create content on Vimeo and they were like, no. Yeah, no. Within a few minutes, they completely, like I put like two or three of my videos just to be able to have like an extra mm-hmm. space. And an they extra space, yeah. shot that down. They're like, it's a no. knife thing? Yeah. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They were not into that. So there was that. And then um, there are other, you know, uh, uh, kind of sites for, for content like Full 30. Yeah, yeah. 
Full 30 is a very um, uh, two-way friendly, like a Second Amendment type of... Yeah, there's uh, a bunch site. of uh, stuff like that right now, like yeah. kind of like um, alternate YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that, you know. Uh, that, that whole Spotify thing, it kind of makes me happy. That's that really good, though. That's a player yeah, in the game. That's a great place. Because cool I'm video. definitely going to create content for Spotify when the video comes out. Um, yeah. Dude, Dylan, man, it's been fucking amazing, man. Thank you so much, yo. And uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. I have had a great time. Carlos, DCS, follow him. Follow Dylan Mallory. Uh, you don't have to follow me. It's fine. But you, you probably should. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. Oh, and DCCP saying peace. What was that? Bye, you guys. Oh, you guys shit. Me, Yo, peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.